a piece that has become quite famous. It's called The Fanfare for the Uncommon Woman, a reference to Aaron Copeland's Fanfare for the Common Man, and in fact, it utilizes the same instrumentation. We heard here Marin Alsop conducting the Colorado Symphony Orchestra, and the piece is dedicated to Marin Alsop, certainly an extraordinary woman. I would say the same thing about the composer, Joan Tower. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. It is a huge honor to have Joan Tower as my guest on the program today. I think that if you had told me in the early 90s when I was an undergraduate in composition that I would one day talk to Joan about her music, I would have been pretty surprised, but definitely happy. She was already a legendary figure in music at that time, and her reputation has only grown since then, and deservedly so. She is an accomplished composer. She's written so much orchestral music, chamber music, you name it. She's a great pianist. She started the DeCapo Chamber Players long before composers were starting ensembles routinely like they do now. She's also a conductor, an educator. She's been at Bard College her whole career, and I would say that she is one of the biggest figures in music, irrespective of gender, and yet she's paved the way for so many female composers after her. She's absolutely a legendary figure in the field, and again, it's a huge honor to have her on the program today. I talked with Joan, of course, about her music, but I started the conversation by asking her about the formative experience of moving to South America when she was nine years old. My father was a geologist, mining engineer, and he really loved his work. I got that from him, my love of music. He was a terrific role model in that sense. Um, he traveled the world and was really passionate about rocks and minerals and where things were found. And um, It changed my entire life. It opened up a whole new culture, Latin Inca culture combination. And um, I had a classical piano teacher there because my father knew that I had some musical talent and I also went to Latin festivals where they celebrated saints every other day because um, they need, they wanted to party. <laughs> and that was a good reason to party. The saints helped them. <laughs> and they would throw me a percussion instrument. I was, I was pretty young, you know, and so I would play with the band. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience being there for five years in Bolivia, and then two years in Bol in Chile, where I attended a boarding school. And I managed to break as many rules as I could possibly get away with. <laughs> and then I was shipped to Lima, Peru uh, for one year, because my father got tuberculosis, and he was in the hospital there, and he was going to die. But they had just discovered penicillin in the United States. And so we were flown back to the United States. So that's, that's basically my summary of my travels in South America. That's Joan Tower talking about her musical inspirations. Let's hear one of the pieces that's inspired by minerals. The piece is called Black Topaz. It's a chamber work. We're going to hear Laura Flax, clarinet, Patricia Spencer, flute, Deborah Moore and Jonathan Haas, percussion, Stephen Gosling, piano, Mike Powell, trombone, and Chris Gecker, trumpet. We won't be able to hear the entire work, so here is an excerpt.
Thank you.
That's music by Joan Tower, who is my guest on the program today. We heard the piece Black Topaz. Again, Joan's father was a mineralogist. This was an early influence on her. A lot of her early works are inspired by different minerals, different rocks. I want to play an orchestral work now by Joan Tower because she is one of the great orchestrators out there. Her orchestra music is rhythmic, it's outgoing, extroverted, just very, very well crafted. The piece I want to play is called Silver Ladders, and this comes from her time at the St. Louis Symphony. Silver Ladders, in fact, SL is uh, the same letters as St. Louis, and it's also LS backwards. Leonard Slatkin was the conductor at that time. Here is Leonard Slatkin with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra.
music of Joan Tower, a piece that I think really shows off her orchestral writing. It's called Silver Ladders, and we heard Leonard Slatkin conducting the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. That's the conductor and the orchestra for whom the piece was written, as Joan Tower was in residence with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra between 1985 and 1988. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My guest on the program today is the esteemed composer Joan Tower, a huge figure in contemporary music. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or if you want to get a playlist of the music that we've featured on the program today, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. I'm a big fan of the big narrative composers like Beethoven and Tchaikovsky. I love those guys because they, they have a big narrative with a lot of risk involved. And that's what I, I like to do too. Well, when I first wrote Sequoia, people would come up to me and said, you sound like a man. The, the, the power, it opens up with some pretty loud stuff. Uh, that, that was embarrassing to me at the time because I used to also play tournament tennis and they said, you play like a man. And I was embarrassed by that. I didn't like that, that. See, I think for women at that time, it was hard to come out with that kind of power. You know what I mean? Because women were supposed to be delicate and feminine and lyrical and consonant and the whole, the whole thing, you know. Uh, but that's changed a lot now. 
That's Joan Tower, my guest on the program. One of the things I've always admired about Joan Tower's music is its rhythmic vitality, which I think really gives it a sense of great strength. We're definitely going to hear that kind of rhythmic vitality in the next piece, Petrush Skates. I wanted to play another chamber work, and probably this is her most famous chamber piece. I think it's her most performed chamber piece. Uh, it's kind of a sly reference, or maybe an overt reference, actually, to Petrushka by Stravinsky. And we're going to hear a lot of the same things that Stravinsky does uh, rhythmically. There are these off-kilter rhythms, different time signatures, oddly placed accents. The piece is a lot of fun, and Eighth Blackbird plays the heck out of it. So here they are to perform Petrush Skates by Joan Tower.
piece is called Petrushka Skates, a reference to Stravinsky's Petrushka. It's so much fun to listen to. I don't know how much fun it is to play. You probably have to count like crazy. It's really rhythmically rather complex, but 8th Blackbird does an incredible job performing Petrushka Skates by Joan Tower. I'm dedicating the program today to Joan Tower and her incredible musical legacy. It would be only fitting to end the program with Made in America. This is one of the great orchestra pieces that Joan Tower wrote, and it's an incredible story, too, about how it came to be. The program actually was called Made in America, and it was the Ford Motor Company. They had teamed up with New Music USA and the League of American Orchestras, and the idea was to commission a composer and then have a consortium of orchestras perform the piece in all 50 states. This is an incredible idea. What an opportunity for a composer, incredible opportunity for audience members across the country. I mean, they knew they were thinking big. They knew they were thinking outside of the box. They needed a composer of the utmost stature. And for the first one, they turned to none other than Joan Tower. Oh, my God. That was an amazing experience. Um, writing for 65 orchestras, community orchestras. Now, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. I decided since this was going around the country to these smaller communities, what was a tune that everybody knew? And that was uh, America the Beautiful. And since the project was called Made in America, I started thinking about that because I, I, had been, I was very proud of being an American, uh, living in South America, because uh, we had freedom of choice and we had mobility, which they didn't in Bolivia. So when I got back to the United States, there were things that weren't exactly the way I thought they, they were. And so there's in this piece, there's a mixture of pride and a little bit of anger. That's Joan Tower talking about this incredible project made in America. And you'll hear that theme, America the Beautiful, running all through the piece. It's always there, present in some way, shape, or form. Let's hear Leonard Slatkin and the Nashville Symphony Orchestra to perform the world premiere recording, also a Grammy-winning recording, Made in America by Joan Tower.
music by Joan Tower. The piece is called Made in America. Gorgeous piece for orchestra. Great example of her orchestral writing skill. The piece was created out of this incredible project, also called Made in America. Such an ambitious idea to commission an orchestra piece from an American composer and have it performed by orchestras in all 50 states. It's just a fantastic idea. And again, for the very first one, they chose Joan Tower. It says a lot to me. She really is a composer of that kind of stature, and it's been an absolute honor to have her as a guest on the program today. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis. Heather McDougall is the project manager, and the executive producer is Tony Macaluso. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.